I don't know, it's like these relationships I've seen working in his life have been like guiding him, you know? So then we started going to Journey, we loved it. And then the stresses of businesses and three kids under three, and then our marriage was like, Phew. Welcome to Behind My Journey, a podcast that is for our community. In today's episode, Jared Martin sits down with Brittany and Omar Hernandez to hear how putting faith in God helped put faith back into their marriage. Hey everybody, welcome to the Behind My Journey podcast. Uh, my name is Jared and I am filling in for today's interview for Quinn. Quinn will be back for sure on the next one, but we had a little difficulty with him being out of town for all his golfing and college stuff. And so here I am, I'm actually sitting in the room with uh, Omar and Brittany Hernandez. They have agreed to come in and talk to me, which is a really honor. So thank you guys for joining me. Uh, Let's just do this to kind of get all the jitters out, because uh, this can be a nerve-wracking conversation. Would you guys just tell me about uh, you just a little bit? Like, give me the short version of you and your family, and I'm going to let Brittany start, and Omar, you get you don't get to go first. But <laughs> Brittany, tell us a little about your family and, and who you guys are. Okay, well, we have uh, four girls, um, ages 3 to 10, and we have started a little homestead last year, which has kind of taken up a lot of our time. Um, I own a food truck and an online boutique, and Omar owns a painting business. Yes. We've been married 10 years. Almost. Going what? on 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about more about four girls under the age of 10, Omar. That's a lot that she has to deal with. <laughs> That's a lot that she really, she really takes care of. The house. The house like, of things. Yeah. I just wake up, go to work, and then come back at night. And everybody's just perfect in their spots. Yeah. And everybody's <laughs> golden when I get there. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a big adventure you guys are on with four <laughs> girls. And Brendy's laughing because, yeah, it's not always perfect. It's not anywhere near perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels taken care of, and she does a great job. That's yeah, she's a great say. mom. Yep. You know, she's, now we're great in a great place but it was hard getting here yeah yeah we're actually going to jump into that that's one of my first questions so we we guys know we i know a little bit about your story because i kind of saw you guys and you guys have been at journey for a while uh but i've heard that just like any other marriage you guys went through some difficulty uh you went some hard times a few years ago can you give us an idea about where you were and what that was like and how would you describe the difference about the difference between where you were then and kind of where you are now because you kind of mentioned that already so well um we were i mean we were closer to the wars because we just we were both miserable and we didn't communicate and when we did communicate it wasn't anything that either one of us wanted to listen to so that was hard and I mean, we played the part and, you know, went to church and we did everything. But at home, we just weren't getting along. I would I would work late and come home by dinner just to avoid contact, you know, in a very selfish way, just to not deal. And she would be at home with all the girls every day, all day, you know, and they were smaller. So we're talking... Two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two years ago, so years ago. Lily would have been eight, seven. Yeah. 
So, Brittany, describe, describe for, from your standpoint kind of where the marriage was at that same point. You know, Omar's off at work and trying, and you can feel the sort of separation. Where were you at sort of emotionally and, and mentally for that? Um, well, I resented him terribly um, because I felt like I didn't have any help. Um, I don't know. We couldn't talk. Like, he didn't listen. I didn't listen. I don't know. Yeah. It was... So tell me a little bit about, so you're in this kind of like really tough spot and you've been in journey for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what were some of the things that you saw God doing that helped you know this didn't have to end in divorce or that this, this didn't have to, what were some of the things that kind of popped up to help you move through this maybe in a healthful way? Well, I mean, I was in uh, a men's group and I would always been involved with some sort of volunteering. Um, and I've gotten really close with Ben Stinnett, and we had a couple lunches, and we grown, and he was the one that actually suggested some counseling, and uh, you know I brought it up to her, which was odd, because she has always been the one to be proactive on everything. She she takes care of the kids, the laundry, the groceries, electric bill, water bill everything I, I I just go to work and I come home I mean that was yeah and I'd actually brought up counseling to you and you said no yeah well that you know I was a big strong man and I could handle everything at that point and I was not receptive at all yeah but we just snowballed and it got worse to the point where I, you know I was like if we don't if we don't do something we're not gonna be together so some relationships that you guys had sort of kind of helped you navigate toward this Mm -hmm. this joint canceling venture. So, Brittany, tell me a little bit about going, you know, him coming home, telling you this. What, what was your next steps and what were you thinking as you guys Tell it exactly as you told me. Say <laughs> it exactly That's as, right. as you said it I don't me. remember what I said. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll say you it. Tell, yeah, you tell it. She, I, I asked her, I was like, I, I, you know, I asked her if she wanted to try some counseling and pretty close, she said, if you want to do that, you're going to have to take care of it because I have enough to deal with and I'm not going to deal with it. So if you want, if you want to Brent, go to counseling, now shaking her head like, if yes, you want to go to counseling, you're going to have to deal with you, it. You make the appointments. You yeah. set up the... Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. you did, right? Well... Because at um, this point I had a newborn. Yeah. Yeah. A one-year-old, a three-year-old, yeah. a seven-year-old. Yeah. So she said, if you want to do it, you're going to have to step up and do something about it. Because she, I mean, she she literally took care of everything. Yeah. You know, that I wasn't, I, that I didn't see, but I knew was taken care of, that I just kind of overlooked and took for granted. So, um, you know, and I talked to Ben and he recommended uh, Bridges, which, I, you know, I thought, let's give it a shot and... Uh, and actually, um, the church invested in us because you guys covered the cost, which, I mean, hindsight, the first two or three visits, interactions, sessions yeah. were so uncomfortable, I probably wouldn't have went back if it wasn't mm -hmm. to be accountable yeah. to the church because yeah. you guys had already invested, you know, the money in so many sessions that we were on our second or third where I was like, I don't want to go back at all. 
Yeah. So, but do you remember when, when they opened our folder and they said Journey had offered to pay mm-hmm. for some sessions and you did not want to accept that? Do you remember? No. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we did because yeah. I think we both would have stopped going after a couple sessions and then we wouldn't have gotten where we needed to be. What, what yeah. was the kind of where was the I mean, I know this is a long process and a lot was going on. But do you guys remember sort of a conversation or a session or a moment at home where some things started to really change for you guys? What did that what did change look like for you guys as you as you processed all these difficulties and challenges? I mean, our attitude our attitude towards each other and towards how we saw what the other was doing. Because even though we, you know, I knew everything was taken care of at home, I didn't understand what all went into everything being taken care of at home. Yeah, it was just overlooked. And yeah. then when you you're sitting there with some a third party that has no dog in the race, and emotions and feelings come up about, you know why the clothes is never all caught up you know it's like well you have four daughters the clothes you know the clothes will never be caught up and when it, it is caught up we'll be we won't have kids because <laughs> i mean the little things that i chose to focus on not seeing the bigger picture of what was already yeah taken care of what about for you Brittany? what were some of the things that you saw changing as you all went through this process mine was more like um, being able to express what I was feeling instead of reacting, you know, instead of reacting to, I guess, indirectly reacting to like something he said or did, instead I was able to tell him, you know, how I felt and what I needed. Yeah. So for and I actually me, listened. Yeah, so for really for both of you, the 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 connection had just been severed because of communication loss. Like you you were working for a way to, to find a way to communicate to him what you needed and you were just clueless. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and I was happy in my ignorance. Right. Because I was well, I go to work every day and I, I work and I come home, you know, and I'm tired. I provide for my family. And I provide for my family. But then I would also spend evening late evening hours doing things that could have waited till tomorrow yeah instead of being home helping her yeah so, so i would work later yes yeah, so the things you learned in that process that you're still trying to and you're not getting it perfect let's let's just be honest no marriage is gonna be perfect oh, what no. do you think you're we doing? had a blow up this morning yeah <laughs> yeah we did yeah. right before yeah, church yeah so yeah so what are some things though you see that you're you're now doing intentionally to keep this moving forward rather than falling back into old patterns? What are some things that you intentionally try to do? I have started doing a lot of um, personal development, personal self-growth, because, like, I need to be the best me before I can, you know, turn to him. And I'm also, like, in 2020, I decided to really focus on positive mindset. That has helped a lot. Yeah. 
What do you What are you trying to do? That some specific things yeah. that you're trying to do well, to make sure that some of her like good energy kind of trickled off on me, and I've just I've I've started setting limits from my work. Yeah. Because that take that if I allow it to, that will take up every bit of my time. So, um, and I still get it wrong. I still screw up. You know, I, I'm not yeah. perfect, but I've that's been my biggest. I guess change is, and of course the communication, just really trying to talk to before it gets to a blow up, but as we can see this morning, it doesn't always work. The communication didn't work. But but now you have, you have tools in place that when the blow up happens, you're like, ah, that's what went wrong, right? You can now see those things happening. Yeah. I'm sure the drive home is going to be wonderful. It's going to be better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let me ask you this question. How how has have you seen your faith in Jesus grow even in the midst of all these struggles and things that you're going through? What have you seen spiritual growth-wise happen in your lives through this? It's been like almost a test cuz I mean, I, and some it was something Ben said that told me, you know, cuz uh, we had lunch and he goes, you know, if we if we can save a marriage, you know, that's that's generational. Like, you know, that affects so many other people and places and and things. Because, I mean, I was thinking of myself, not thinking of, you know, Lily, Emerson, Holland, Henley, Brittany, the, as us, like as a family. And, I mean, that that's big. Yeah. What about you, Brittany? Anything you'd add to that? Mm, I have um, just not put limits on what I talk to God about anymore. Yeah. So before I was like, I always felt like you shouldn't ask for that or you shouldn't express that because, you know, and now I don't put limits on what I. It's all available. Yes. <laughs> it's all worth talking to him about. Yes. Well, that's a huge breakthrough. Yeah. That's awesome. What What would you What do you think would have happened if you hadn't had some of the relationships at church, or you hadn't been connected to a group of people you felt accountable to? Let's just go down that road for a minute. Where would you, Where do you think you'd be now if you hadn't been connected to some folks and had these connections? Oh, I mean, I would. I wouldn't be here. I mean, we wouldn't have made it. Because even through our slump, I mean, I had mentally prepared myself. Like, okay, I could just go somewhere, move somewhere else, and find work somewhere, and then just do the child support thing and be not here. You know, in my head, I was, you know, Seattle, D.C., you know, some metropolitan area where I could find work and just not be here. Besides the loss of Brittany and your family. Yeah, and the small else, business. What else would you have everything. lost in that as you look I mean, at it? My family, all my, my mom's here, my dad's here, my brother's here, you know, my nephews, you know, my uncles. Have, I have my home here. This is my home. But I had already prepared myself to just forfeit everything for my selfishness, for me to be happy and me to search for whatever I was searching for, yeah, or I thought I was searching for. 
but I was I was that close. I was that disconnected that I would have I would have ran. I mean, uh, that's yeah. that's I would have I would have ran. Yeah. What about for you? Yeah, I didn't know that till just now. He's <laughs> <laughs> being real, then. Yeah. Okay. Um. I yeah. I would have been single mom in it. Like you know. I mean, every argument at that point. Every argument, somebody said, well, do you want a divorce? Is that what you want? Like, that's how every argument went. Right. So we were really at the brink. Yeah. Well, let, let's turn it the other way now. You're, you're on, hey, we're all fighting uphill slope. It's a relationship. <laughs> there's not a downhill, I don't think, because <laughs> there's another person involved. But if you were talking, let's just pretend that you're talking to a couple uh, right now who is where you were two years ago in the middle of this, what would you want to tell them about what's worth it to fight for this relationship and your family? What would you want to say to them to encourage them to keep going? Well, I mean, it's just bigger than yourself. You know, I mean, if you have a relationship and you have a significant other, it's not about you anymore. Like, you have other responsibilities that you made a commitment in front of God to to try so I mean fight like hell it's worth it I mean we're not perfect but I'm glad we're here because now you know I can see my daughters grow and I can be a part of their life and we can play soccer together and you know grow old hopefully you know God willing but I was I was in a bad place. We were in a bad place. And God just worked its magic and did his thing. And here we are. Yeah. You but know, what would you tell somebody on the other side? Um, put aside your pride. Go talk to somebody that's on the outside. Because you can say my mom or even my pastor. or But they are all biased. You need to go talk to somebody who is not biased, does not know either one of you, can, like, see it through a whole new lens, put aside your pride, go talk to them, and because, like, the last 18 months, even with our crazy life, okay, so four girls, they're all in gymnastics and soccer, and and we have four, five businesses between the two of us, our crazy life the last 18 months has been, like, the best of our marriage, so... Go talk to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about the next two years. What do you What are you excited about the next two years of your marriage and your family? What's exciting about this next part of the journey for you guys? Well, our garden's a big part of this year. We have planting a, a lot of seeds to to grow. Um, I mean, we have chickens, and we'll probably do meat chickens come fall, and I don't know, just get more self-sufficient is where we're at right now. And you guys um, are doing that together. That's a together yes. project, yeah. right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I need to build a greenhouse. <laughs> so, yeah. We have you baby know. chickens hatching right now, today. Yeah. 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 So you so guys forward. have now a joint sort of like venture and dream that you didn't have two years ago that is now pushing you together. Right? Yeah. Pushing apart, I mean, right? Yeah, We've but, talked about it for like five years, yeah. but... All the things that happened in 2020 kind of pushed us to, like, 
just not it's just go time. become a little yeah. more self-sufficient and yeah it's like a goal and a i don't know something that we're working towards together we have pigs, pigs and cows, cows. <laughs> you got it all well sheep's coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's awesome but yeah i mean we're in a better place than i really thought we would be because we I, I actually i mean i don't know i guess god put the people in places in position for us to be able to yeah, so who make it here who are some people you'd like to thank I mean, you. Uh, no, 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 no. No, you and and Ben, really, because that's I, I talked to both of you pretty honestly. You, you know, I don't, and I'm happy I did because I wouldn't have five years ago. But even before, like even when we took the financial piece, you know, and yeah. and you were our group leader, like I don't know, I just think that was all building up, you know, like building up our. Um, Support system, because yeah, Omar doesn't just talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah, I so I felt like I feel like he had to have um, some relationship built up before, you know. Yeah, because yeah, counseling wasn't wasn't wouldn't have been in my radar at all. Right. Prior, you know, like she had brought it up, and I had completely. You guys are making such yeah. a great case for why people need to experience groups. Yes. Even if they're short-term groups, even if they're sense. FPU, yeah. even if they're yeah. just a, yeah. a four-week thing, these yeah. connections yeah, are Yeah, because you're going to meet people that you yeah. don't really would have met otherwise. Mm-hmm. And you right. wouldn't have crossed their path if it wasn't a God thing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I never would have ran into Ben otherwise. Yeah. If it wasn't for, you know, small group and, and starting point And, you know, I mean, it just snowballed and our relationship did. For me to be able to say, "All right, I'm about to get a divorce, and I'm I don't know what I'm doing," yeah, you know, that's not easy for a man to tell another man. You yeah, know? but you had enough experience. With I had a, and I had enough trust yeah. in him for him to be honest with me and say, "Okay, this is what I think you could do," you know. Yeah. And and I listened. And then I approached her, and she was just like, whatever you want to do, if you want to do well, it, you because know. I had brought it up several times, you and I, it was no, no, no. But he took and the I initiative. You started this path. Now you're closer than ever. The best last 18 months is the best 18 months of your marriage. Yeah. And you're looking forward to, now you got these four little girls, and you're about to hit the teen years with a couple of them. Gosh. Come on, get ready. Yeah, right? I know. Not I know. Ready. But, <laughs> At but all. you're bit like you said, now you're building this foundation and it's bigger than you yeah. man it's this is than me. because i mean the girls come teenagers they're gonna need me they're gonna need yeah they're gonna need their dad i mean and i can't do that from another state over the phone yeah it's you know? definitely harder for sure and and if i hadn't spoken to somebody and talked to somebody and actually felt convicted to reach out for help then we wouldn't have been here I know that for a fact. Well, even everything that's happened from the beginning has been uh, from relationships he's built with people. So when I was, I was pregnant with Emerson when we started coming, wasn't I? Or Mm -hmm. right before I got pregnant with Emerson. Um, So we were going to a small little church that I had went to when we got together and he wasn't happy there. He was just going to go to make me happy. 
And someone that he had done some work for mentioned Journey. And he came home and said, hey, do you want to try the Journey Church? And we did. And we both felt very fulfilled. Um, And so, like, I don't know. It's like these relationships I've seen working in his life have been, like, guiding him, you know. So then we started going to Journey. We loved it. And then the stresses of businesses and three kids under three and then our marriage was like, you know, and then Ben and you and um, other people in his life from Journey, like help, you know, it's like relationships all the way along are the ones that are like, God's using these people to like lead us where we need to be. So. It's it's a lot easier to look back and see God's hand at work than just try and look forward, right? You know, obviously. So looking back, man, I didn't know that, you know, us connecting over coffee was going to be such a big deal. I didn't know that. Right? Um, So that's really cool that I get to hear that and that God confirms with me that, you know, building relationships with people like Omar is worth it. And, you know, when. And I mean, and the church invests in in people and places and just for you guys to be willing to do that. I mean, that's not. Yeah, because we didn't expect it at all. Yeah. Yeah. When, you know. When they told us, we were, I was shocked, but yeah. I was grateful. Yeah. And then my pride almost said, you know, no, we'll just we'll deal with it ourselves. This is our problem. We can pay for it. We got ourselves here. But I don't think yeah. we would have continued to go Yeah. if we would have because it was really uncomfortable, like super uncomfortable mm-hmm. to the point where we didn't talk the rest of the day. Yeah. Uncomfortable. And not even text had, messages yeah, on past your day yeah, going. You know, <laughs> right. and still had to eat like supper together. Yeah, and still had to eat supper with the girls, yeah. and they know the tension. I mean, they know things are better. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they can feel that things are better, and mommy and dad are happy again. But yeah, you know, it was. I don't know. It was it 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 was God's hand. There's I mean there's no. Well, awesome. You know, and for for it to be personal because. I never thought of, you know, I mean, I, I was raised Catholic, so that was, you know, a, a relationship with God was between the Pope and him, and it wasn't really tangible to everybody, but learning and listening and, you know, I mean, it, it's it's for me, it's for you, it's for anybody that's willing to have that relationship, so, it's, I mean, here we are. That's a good way to end this one. Guys, thanks for sharing your story with me. Is there any, any last any last deal you guys want to say to anybody up there if they're considering a hard step of faith? Any encouragement? I mean, just talk to somebody. Reach out. It's not. It doesn't make you any less of a man or woman to not know what the next step is. So. Yeah, just take that leap of faith. Like, listen to your gut. You know, like... Because even though we were at that brink, we, neither one of us wanted that. Right. Neither one of us wanted a divorce. So, I mean, you know. And you never know what that next step will lead you to in faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it led you guys to a place where here you are here looking are. at a whole new future yeah. and a stronger foundation for your girls. Yeah. That's amazing. Guys, thanks so much for the time. And thank you guys listening. Thank you so much for... Uh, continuing to be a part of this story in this podcast. So we will see you next time with the next story. And Quinn will be back. Uh, Thank you so much. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Behind My Journey. If you or anyone that you know would like to have your journey featured on this podcast, send us an email at podcast at Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And if this message spoke to you, please help us spread the word and share it with others. Until next time, my name is Quinn Eaton, and this has been Behind My Journey.